You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. But you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I ran him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Happy Thursday morning, Tuscaloosa. Welcome into another episode of the Martin Houston Show. My name is James Ludeman, uh, filling in for Martin Houston today and uh, tomorrow. And uh, and and I'm I'm excited to be here with you this morning. A little bit uh, chilly out here in T Town today. A little bit of rain, but hey, it's it's another beautiful day. Uh, it's a day to wake up and talk about sports, and any day to be able to do that. Uh, in my humble opinion, is better than none. So good to be with you this morning. Glad you guys have uh, decided to join us, whether you're listening to us right here on Todd 100.9 in your radio dial, or if you're listening on the free Todd 100.9 app. Don't forget, if you don't have that app, what are you doing, folks? It is free. Uh, you can check out all of our great content that goes out throughout the day, and trust me, there's been plenty to talk about as we are going to journey together this morning and uh, talk about some things uh, just to let you know what's going on in the program. Uh, coming up later uh, around 6.30 in the third quarter, we're going to be joined by 24-7 Sports and Bama Online Recruiting uh, member Hank South, and uh, he's going to be joining us and, and having some good conversation about recruiting. And outside of that, the phone lines are wide open this morning for you if you want to call in and, and talk some Alabama hoops. You can talk some Alabama football. Uh, we can talk about anything you want. The NFC and AFC championship games are this weekend. Uh, got a couple really good games on tap for that. Alabama basketball plays Mississippi State on Saturday. And the women's basketball team plays Auburn on Sunday afternoon inside Coleman Coliseum. Gymnastics is on Friday as well. They play uh, or go up against Auburn. So a couple of Auburn-Alabama matchups coming up this weekend for the Crimson Tide. And so we're going to talk a little bit about all of that here uh, throughout the program. Of course, I do want to tell you the phone line this morning, as always, brought to you by our good friends over at Taco Casa. TacoCasa.com, quality since 1974, under the biggest cactus in town. You'll find, of course, Tuscaloosa's best fast food Mexican restaurant. Great quality Mexican food that is always fresh. And as I mentioned before, they've been a part of this community since 1974. You can visit tacocasa.com to find your favorite Taco Casa location, Northport, Tuscaloosa, 
under the biggest cactus in town. Got some great stuff over there at Taco Casa this morning. But I want to start off the conversation with this. Uh, We heard an announcement yesterday that the Pac-12 is moving on from Commissioner Larry Scott. And uh, that is is a big deal. Uh, Larry has been here since 2010. And there are those that have been a part of the Pac-12 programs that feel a change was in order. The presidents met and decided that a change was also in order. And so uh, they decided to make that, that change official yesterday. Now, Larry's going to remain on as the commissioner until June 30th, according to reports from ESPN. Uh, he's going to remain as the commissioner for them. But the reason I bring this up is because there's a little bit of a tie, uh, a tie-in uh, to our program here. And it was tweeted out yesterday by senior writer, college football analyst, ESPN's Adam Rittenberg, who reported that Alabama athletic director Greg Byrne is one of the names that he is hearing to possibly take that vacancy as the Pac-12 commissioner. Now, there's a number of other names. Ohio State athletic director Gene Smith, Stanford athletic director Bernard uh, Muir, former West Virginia AD Oliver Luck, and Alabama athletic director Greg Byrne. Um, it's interesting. Greg Byrne has done a lot, has done a lot for the University of Alabama. He's done a lot for just uh, every sport. He is a fantastic AD, and actually we, I was fortunate enough a few weeks ago to be able to have a conversation with him on our show, and He's just a very humble guy. He did have ties to the Pac-12 before coming here. It would make sense, but I don't think I, I don't know if there's any validity to it. And the reason I say that is because I think Alabama is just playing at a level athletically that makes it hard for him to leave. I mean, look at everything that's happened. We've talked about it all week. Alabama football, national champs. Alabama basketball, a, probably a top 10 team. I don't, I don't know if I would say a top five team yet. I'm not ready to buy into that. But I, I will say I think they're a top 10 team. So that's going well. You have a coach in Nate Oates who is probably performing or, or doing better this year than anybody expecting him to in year two. And you have other athletic departments, gymnastics ranked number four, softball's getting ready to get going, baseball had a great season last year before things got got canceled. They're getting ready to re-go here in just a little just a few weeks from now. It's a great time to be an Alabama Crimson Tide fan. And and we didn't play deal or no deal yesterday, but I want to pose the question to you, the listener. If you're listening right now, I want to ask you this question because 
as as a fan of the Crimson Tide like I am, I, I'm still a newer fan. I've only been a part of this Crimson Tide nation for probably about a year now, maybe a little over a year. And I'm thankful because I'm coming in at the right time. But what I want to know from you, the listener this morning, is is this the best athletic department that you have ever seen in Alabama as a whole? I don't just mean the football team because the football team, I think this past season, was one of the best in in, in, the, in the entire program's history. Now, you may disagree with that, and if you do, please call and tell me because I want to know. As a new fan, I love to be educated. I love to know this stuff. But I feel as though there is never – and maybe maybe never is a strong word because I feel like there there have been some good teams, and even the Alabama basketball program back when Coach Sanderson was was running the show, probably a really good thing. But I just want to know: is this the best grouping of Alabama athletics as a whole that you have seen in this program's history. I know that's asking a lot, but for those of you out there that can remember, was football this good years and years ago? Was basketball as good as they are now years and years ago? And I know Coach Sanderson had a lot of success at Alabama. I'm not, again, I'm not taking anything away from that. But... I am also of the opinion that that I don't think I don't think there's ever been a time where both basketball and football have just completely 100% dominated in the way that they both have. So, I would love to hear from you on the Taco Casa hotline 205-342 nine nine zero four and actually we're going to jump out right now to the taco casa hotline and we're going to bring on our first caller this morning good morning you're on the martin houston show um again <laughs> hey tom good morning hey how are you i'm you know, up uh, and at him <laughs> yeah and uh doing well i might add um uh, an interesting topic i think uh on uh mr burns and um uh, I would suggest this. Uh, I, I've been an Alabama fan for oh, over 50 years. And uh, we, we've uh, had peaks and valleys and so forth and so on. But uh, the base that was created years and years ago, it's important to understand. And uh, and I would, I would suggest uh, for anybody uh, – and likes to read to go back and historical perspective on Alabama from about 1925 and then go forward and look and see what each individual that was in uh, so-called power seats at the University of Alabama, what their contribution was to uh, building blocks of, of the university and to athletics in a marriage between athletics and academia, 
that they were able to lay the foundation for and uh, use both in in uh, uh, in a marriage with each other to build the success that we're enjoying today. Now, did it go good all the time? No. Uh, we had problems at times, but uh, if you want a good, clear perspective, that would be uh, the thing to do, in my opinion. And uh, and then, hang on one second, did you mind? Oh, no. And, and well, here's, here's what I'll bring up and, and on that. On that point, I'm back. I'm back. I'm no, back. it's I'm okay. The, the only thing I was going to say on that point is, you know, the the question that I that I'm asking is more about, you know, have we seen both of these programs at the same time be very good? Because I realized basketball with with Coach Sanderson uh, back in you know the '80s was was just a, a dominant team. Now, they never, unfortunately, won a national title. They made the Sweet 16 five times. Um, he, he, Sanderson won 200 or more games in his first 10 years. I get it. But have you ever seen, Tom, a situation where the athletic department for the University of Alabama, all of the athletic department, has just been this dominant at the same time? Well, I, I, that's a great point, and and – and it's, uh, and I, I'm saying what I'm saying uh, to get to that point. Now, uh, Greg Byrne, uh, I think, uh, it, like you said, a very intelligent individual, probably uh, knew all this, and and uh, but he came in and was able to tap into what was already there uh, due to the building blocks that had been laid down in years past and take it to the level we are. Uh, that's always been Alabama's deal there, is uh, the potential was there for both to be very successful. Uh, for instance, Alabama basketball is the second, historically speaking, the second most winning program in SEC. And, uh, but, and that tells you that the potential for the basketball program to be very strong, which Coach Sanderson brought that in, and, and tapped into it as well and uh, was able to take the basketball. You're right, not both at the same time, but the potential was there because of what was done earlier, the building blocks and, and, and uh, all that kind of thing. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir, I do. And I think Greg came in, saw this probably before he even took the job and said, you know what, whoever's been in power has not been able to tap what's there because of historical building blocks, but I think I can't. And he did it. And, uh, and I agree with you. Is it strong right now because of, because of his leadership as it's ever been. And, uh, or I don't know if it's ever been this strong, but it's very strong right now. Yeah. And I think that the fun part of this is, you know, since, uh, Coach Sanderson, and, and, and I don't know how this turned into a Let's Praise Coach Sanderson segment, which is fine. We could do that anyway. Well, it's an, it's an example. Of, <laughs> you know, it's one slice of the pie. Right, 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 exactly. So it's just so interesting to me how an athletic department, I, I, and I can't even remember, and I've been watching college athletics for as long as I can remember. Um, 
I I have never, I in my recollection. Now maybe the only the only uh, similarity that I can see was back in uh, two thousand eight and nine with the University of Florida. There they, you go. The University of Florida had two back to back seasons winning the national title in basketball, and then they had the uh, the the national championship in oh nine with Tebow. And, and and I think they even won the baseball title the the next year or maybe the year after that. But it, it's just uh, I remember that kind of stuff. But well, this James, is different if, to me. If you don't mind me interrupting, Florida sure. has always dominated the all sports program. Yeah, they have. And, and it was because uh, of good leadership, fantastic athletes, good coaches, and all like that. But now Florida, now don't get me wrong, they have a strong legacy. They are they are a very good program. That the uh, the potential is always there for Florida to be in the top uh, echelon of. Uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, you know, I look at Florida and and uh, to me that they're more qualified as far as accomplishment as a blue blood than some of these other so called blue bloods. <laughs> if you want to know the truth, or in my opinion, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. And I, uh, I there's a there's a story tradition there, and it's 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 impressive. very very and uh, and, and believe it or not, uh, I, I paid a lot of attention to Florida because there there over the years has been a, a strong connection to uh, uh, Alabama. Uh, you know, people coming and going and being in the program that had ties to both, so forth and so on. You know how that goes. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but Alabama fans look around and go, you know, we should be able to do what Florida did when that when that happened, and uh, it, it's been kind of frustrating that we haven't done that. But the my point is the potential is there, and Greg Byrne uh, has been smart enough to tap into that potential. I didn't mean to take over the show. I'm oh, you're fine, it. Tom. No, no, no. You're good, man. I love the conversation, dude. And and just to tell you, uh, Alabama basketball, just, just to throw this out there, has not been to the Elite Eight since 2004. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's been a hey, long we time coming. Hey, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, Tom, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, James. Good show. Thanks for letting me talk. Yeah, man, always. Always welcome on the program. Roll Tide, buddy. Uh, roll Tide. All right, that was Tom on the Taco Casa Hotline. If you want to join in on that conversation as well, 205-342-9904. We're going to go ahead and take our first break here on the Martin Houston Show. And coming up on the other side, we're going to talk some more about Alabama athletics, of course. And I want to talk a little bit about a performance that took place last night that you may or may not have seen, but it was one of the best performances I've seen from a former Alabama player. Who am I talking about? We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Thursday morning with a wreck involving an overturned vehicle on 69 at Wallace Ferry Road up in North Tuscaloosa County. Use caution. Wet roadways this morning. Please slow down and be careful. And if you see conditions, give us a call. Today would be a great day to drive a brand new Nissan from your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. 
A cloudy sky today. Periods of rain are likely through tonight. The high today, 62. Tonight's low, 49. Tomorrow, cloudy with occasional rain. The high, 55. Then a dry day on Saturday. The sky partially sunny. The high, 57. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17-plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at softmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show right here on Tide 100.9. James Ludman hanging out with you here in studio until uh, 7 o'clock, and then we'll hand it over to Inside the Locker Room. By the way, guys, I don't know if you all know this or not, but we have content and uh, fantastic stuff on our website, Tide109.com. You can check out all the latest stories, all the latest information about what is going on with the Alabama Crimson Tide. As a matter of fact, we start at 6 a.m. with the Martin Houston Show, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. inside the locker room, 9 to 11 with Gary Harris, the Gary Harris Show, 12 to 2, or excuse me, uh, 11 to 12 with Travis Ryer, Southern Fried Sports, 12 to 2 with Jay Barker, the Jay Barker Show, 2 to 6 with Ryan Fowler in the game, and then, of course, tonight, We'll have myself and James Benedetto alongside usually Tommy Paradise, who will be off tonight doing Tuscaloosa Academy, uh, PA. And uh, But we're going to have title talk tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. So make sure you guys are staying with us. We have over 12 hours, over 12 hours of sports content for you about the Alabama Crimson Tide. So a lot of really cool stuff. Last night I talked about this before we went to break and I'm not going to we're not going to have a long segment here cuz I want to make sure we have enough time for Hank South, but I want to talk a little bit about something that happened last night. And we don't talk a whole lot of professional sports on this show uh sometimes but in in other shows, but I want to point out something that happened last night. I was at home working on some work and I turned on the TV and I was watching the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers basketball game. They play in the National Basketball Association and Colin Sexton, who former Alabama talent, uh, put on what I would call a show last night. Uh, They faced off against the Brooklyn Nets. It went to double overtime. And Colin Sexton finished with 42 points. 
and went 16 of 29 shooting with five rebounds and five steals. And the best shot he had was he sent – he had a buzzer beater with 1.7 to go to send the game to double overtime. And in double overtime, he scored 14 points by himself. I mean, that is just stunning to me. And uh, this, this goes back to something that we were talking about in the last segment. I think it is amazing how much Alabama athletics really pays dividends inside of professional sports. I mean, we know it does in football, right? Derrick Henry is a great example of that. Derrick Henry was a great college player. He was a he was a great college player. But now he's with the Tennessee Titans and that entire offense, it took some time, but that entire offense runs through Derrick Henry. It's not Ryan Tannehill that runs that offense. It's Derrick Henry. And they've won division titles. Made it to the uh, one game away, I believe, from the AFC Championship game last year. And, or no, they made it to the AFC Championship last year. Lost to a better Kansas City Chiefs team, who's in the AFC Championship again, probably going back to the Super Bowl. But but that's what I'm saying. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about when I say Alabama athletics just it's just it's just different now. And I don't know if that's necessarily, again, because I'm still new. I know a lot of you have been here a long time and have seen a lot of really good teams. But I just feel like since since the, the, the 80s, we haven't seen teams like Alabama be this dominant and then move stars from the college level to the pro level and have success with that. And we found out yesterday another story here real quick, and then we're going to take our break. But uh, Landon Dickerson, who was the really the heart and soul of the team, according to a lot of folks in the athletic department, announced yesterday that he is going to forego his year of eligibility and he's going to move into the NFL draft, which is great. Absolutely deserves it. Uh just a fantastic center. Um, I, I think he'll he'll do well in the NFL. I think he's honestly going to make a team very happy with his size and also his ability. His blocking ability is fantastic. And I think it's exciting for him. Are we going to miss him? Yeah, probably. But it's next man up. That's what I'm saying. That's the other good thing about Alabama. It, it seems like Alabama... In years like this where we have dominant seasons, we move on to the next season and and it's like, oh, man, what are we going to do? But then you realize all of the great talent that's behind them. Like Devontae Smith is leaving. Jalen Waddell's leaving. I get it. But guess what? You still have Mechie. Slade Bolden, while he didn't get entirely involved in the offense, still is going to be able to contribute. Then you got Najee leaving. Well, guess what? You got Brian Robinson right behind him who might stay. I don't know. He hasn't announced anything yet, but he might stay. Trey Sanders, another guy that might stay. Your defense is mostly intact, and the only 
the only positioning question to me, and this may not be a question for you, but this is definitely one for me, is is at quarterback. What is that position going to look like? I know it's I know it's kind of Bryce Young's job to lose at this point, but I, I definitely want to see more from Bryce Young. I'm not saying he can't do it, and I'm not saying that I don't believe in him. I'm just saying I want to see more from Bryce Young before I, I jump on the train and say, okay, he's the man. So hopefully that works out. We're going to take our next break now. Coming up on the other side, we are going to have our guest join us, our regular Thursday guest. It is Hank South. And Hank South, of course, is from 24-7 Sports, does Bama online recruiting as well. And he's going to join us right here on the Martin Houston Show coming up after this break. We'll be right back on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Thursday morning with a wreck involving an overturned vehicle on 69 at Wallace Ferry Road up in North Tuscaloosa County. Use caution. Wet roadways this morning. Please slow down and be careful. And if you see conditions, give us a call. Today would be a great day to drive a brand new Nissan from your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome 
Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show right here on Tide 100.9. Hanging out with you here in the studio uh, for another few minutes. And right now we're going to go right out to the Taco Casa hotline. And we are going to be joined now uh, by Hank South, who covers recruiting for Bama Online and, of course, is a part of 24-7 Sports. You can find him on Twitter at HankSouth247. Hank, good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show. How are we doing, buddy? Hey, good morning, James. I'm good. How are you? Hey, man, I'm, I'm hanging in there. It's another day in uh, in sports paradise over here. Uh, before we came to this last break, there was something I wanted to ask you real quick, and I know we got a couple callers that are on that wanted to touch base with you, but th- there was something I wanted that I was talking about that, that maybe you can kind of shed some light on for me. Uh, Colin Sexton, of course, had a, had a huge game last night, and uh, I was watching the game just super impressed with what I've seen from him. Uh, so far this season but the question was and and this was where we were going with the conversation do you remember a time maybe since you've been covering Alabama athletics and things like that where we have seen uh, just such dominance from this program as far as football basketball gymnastics like things like that like where the whole entire athletic department is succeeding uh, in in the way that they are. Have you seen this happen before? I mean, in my time covering Alabama, no. Like, I mean, it's always, you know, tip, obviously I cover football recruiting, so, you know, that's always right. pretty high level uh, near the top. But, you know, a, a combination of, of football, um, basketball, I think, you know, the, the closest, I, I think, in my time covering Bama, that it's come to that where at least both football and basketball are having so much success was uh, was was the tournament um, was the tournament appearance when they lost to Villanova a couple I guess three years ago um, in the second round that was kind of that was the big year after that that uh, when Colin Sexton had that that um, big SEC tournament um, so yeah no I, I mean it's kind of just firing on all cylinders across um, across all channels so no I, I haven't in my time now. So there's there's one question in recruiting I want to ask, and, and then we'll jump out to a couple calls here. Uh, there was news yesterday. Of course, this whole Tennessee Volunteers debacle uh, has just been just a, a dumpster fire is the best way I know to describe it, between giving out money in, in McDonald's bags, uh, firing their coach, uh, the, the, the athletic director. I mean, just a number of things have gone on. And then, of course, to add fuel to that fire, uh, yesterday, uh, it was it was reported that the uh, Vols linebacker Henry, I believe it's t- is it two two, I believe it is, uh, has entered the transfer portal for the NCAA. Now there is there is some talk that I guess Alabama has some interest in this. Can you kind of talk a little bit about why that 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 move is is big and and would Alabama make the jump to get this linebacker? Yeah, that's a good question. We're gonna we're gonna see. I, I know you know the, the, uh, Tim Watts on Bama Online. Our, our uh, recruiting editor and publisher reported last night, kind of right after it happened, that, that Bama's going to be in this mix along with uh, with Michigan and USC. And I think there's one other team as well. But th- those three, um, Bama, Michigan, USC, were kind of the teams mentioned foremost um, for, for Henry Totoa, from, uh, who's originally from California. And if you, if you look back on his recruitment uh, back in 2019, he, he was very, very close to committing to Alabama. I, I, I mean, it's pretty safe to say, um, the tie finished second for him in his recruitment um, when he announced his commitment to Tennessee uh, on signing day in, in February of 2019. Um, uh, you know, the, several things you know went into that. You know, obviously Tosh Lapoy 
left the staff um, in, in January of, of 2019. He was his area recruiter, and obviously, you know, we saw how successful he was recruiting the state of California for Alabama. So I think that factored in a little bit to that decision. Um, but, you know, the, he, he was always very high on Alabama and had a really good relationship with the staff. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a shock to see now that he's he's looking to, to finish his co- college career elsewhere um, that, that Alabama is going to be among the mix. You know, I'm not really sure as far as, you know, when he's looking to make a decision, when he's trying to enroll or, you know, if he has any sort of deadline on himself that, that he's trying to, you know, kind of sort this out and figure out his next move. But um, it does look like Bama will be in the mix for him, um, and that's going to be something we're tracking. Yeah, absolutely, and I think I think that would be a, a fantastic uh, addition to the Alabama Crimson Tide defense. Let's go ahead and jump out to the Taco Casa hotline. Let's bring Pat in. Pat, good morning. Welcome to the Martin hey. Houston Show. Yeah, fellas, y'all just stole my thunder. Oh, my question for Hank is how toxic are the Tennessee players? And I know that's probably a very difficult question. Uh, but from what I've been reading, that they're talking about that this thing was so bad at Tennessee that some players could lose or lose partial uh, NCAA eligibility. Uh, Hank, do you have any insight? Yeah, I, I really I couldn't speak to that. Um, I, I honestly no no clue on, on individual players and kind of their involvement in all this. I, I feel like more things are being uncovered every single day, uh, like every hour. I feel like there's something new with Tennessee. So um, yeah, I really I really couldn't speak on that. But I do know you know that there's interest in in Henry uh, Henry T. I'll just say um, so. You know that that's something we're watching. Yeah, I got you that uh, because. Uh, we were very, very hot on him. He was he he mm-hmm. was on my personal board as a linebacker that I wanted and and it and he's panned out at Tennessee to come in as a true freshman and uh, lead the team in tackles and uh, tackles for loss and all that kind of stuff and uh but I one of the things I wanna bring up before I let you go is that oh uh, uh, SI John Garcia is uh, reporting that uh, that things are getting a little bit hotter uh, up in the Northwest uh, with our defensive lineman JTT, and another one of those T's is really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can you enlighten us any? Yeah, you know, I I, I think you know since July the it, it's been you know Bama surging for him or not, I mean, you know. Catching up with Ohio State, I think Ohio State held a pretty healthy lead for him um, most of the early half of, of 2020. Um, you know, he's always been high on Alabama, but it, it really seemed like Bama started to make a move for him in the summer, and that's kind of just you know continued to to build through the fall. Um, you know, he, he still hasn't talked about uh, JT hasn't talked about uh, the, the Alabama Ohio State game. Everyone's been wondering, kind of, or just assuming that you know Bama beats Ohio State, so they should get JT. To, to sign with them because of that, but that's not the case. You know, he's still looking at both schools. He's trying. I know he's trying to take some visits. Um, you know, he, he's not even holding himself to a February third decision date. You know, he could take this into the spring um, if the dead period does lift in April. You know, he could theoretically get out on an official visit uh, in late April to these schools. So that's something we're watching. He has not been to Ohio State, uh, but he, obviously he has a good relationship with the staff. Larry Johnson is, is a solid DL coach, defensive line coach, and. Close relationship with Ryan Day, but uh, same can be said for, for for Alabama. You know, people are saying, you know, oh, Sarkeesian's gone. That's his area recruiter. But 
you know, Freddie Roach has been doing a lot of work in this recruitment as well. Um, obviously would be his position coach. So, so that's a strong bond there. And, and Nick Saban's um, certainly taking a, a role on in that recruitment as well. So uh, it's close. You know, I, I, there's been a couple of crystal ball picks for Ohio state this week. I'm not sure, you know, uh, you know, where that, where that Intel is, <laughs> but it, it might just be going with the flow. It might have, maybe somebody has something, but you know, he, he's keeping it pretty guarded. Um, I, I think it's about as close as 50, 50 as you can get, maybe a very slight edge to Ohio state. But again, Probably not a recruitment that's going to be decided on, you know, anytime soon. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, we'll we'll talk next week because I have some enlightenment uh, about the April uh, deadline. Uh, anyway, hey, we'll talk to you and uh, y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, Hank. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate you. it, man. Sure. Well, that was uh, that was Pat. What, hey, one thing I wanted to ask real quick before we go out to our next caller, and and maybe you can kind of just tell me if this would. Uh, to me, this would be something that would draw in a recruit, having Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone, uh, who are rumored to be heading this way as offensive coordinator uh, and offensive line coach, I believe it is. Uh, does does that help when you have two former NFL coaches on, on a coaching staff like this to, to really draw in recruiting even more? Yeah, I, I think absolutely. I, I think the biggest the biggest thing you look at is you know getting NFL guys onto the college level is, you know, the first question is, you know, how are they going to be as a recruiter? You know, that's not something they have to do at the NFL level. But if you look at both Bill O'Brien and, and Doug Marone, they both have experience at the college level. Um, they've both been head coaches, so they kind of know that process. Um, so it seems like that should be a pretty seamless transition. But, yeah, I mean, all these kids, their their goal is the NFL. You know, they, they want to, they wanna, you know, play at Alabama, win a national championship, and they want to go to the NFL. Um, and so to have somebody that, that knows how – it's what it takes to get there knows, you know, what it takes you, what you have to do to develop, to, to be at that level. Um, that is certainly something you can sell on the recruiting trail alongside just the brand album has already built under Nick Saban and, and the guys that they've put in the league. So I think it, they're, you know, once they're official, you know, it, it seems like the most officially unofficial, like secret or, <laughs> and like, it just hasn't been announced yet, but it, it's pretty clear, you know, we've already talked to recruits that have been, on the phone uh, with or texting or whatever, DMing with with Bill O'Brien um, already. So you know, uh, yeah, I, I think they're they're two potentially huge hires for Alabama, and, and you know, I think they'll only help on the recruiting trail. All right, awesome. Let's jump back out to the Taco Casa hotline. We're going to bring in Lake Martin John this morning. Good morning, uh, John. Welcome into the program. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Hey, great. Listen, uh, James, just. I do have a recruiting question here for Hank, but uh, just to give you an idea on what you were talking about earlier, you haven't been around as long as you were saying, and you're kind of used to the Crimson Tide football team being this way. So am I. Um, Of my 70 years, I've been an Alabama fan for every one of them, but I'm new to basketball. This is, believe it or not, this is the very first year I've even considered. I didn't even... I didn't even know who the head coach at Alabama was until this year. So, but I decided wow. to dive into basketball. So, my, I'm just assuming Alabama basketball is just like Alabama football because that's how <laughs> my perspective is. So, it's uh, it's been a glorious uh, month of January for me. But uh, it's all about your perspective. Listen, um, on the recruiting. Um, Success breeds success. Obviously, you're a five-star out there. You really want a path to the NFL. Nick uh, Saban and the Crimson Tide, uh, as of, you know, since his tenure here, has offered the best path. 
Uh, and I love it. <laughs> As a Crimson Tide fan, and I hope it continues. But my question, Hank, how do you, what do you see down the road as a way to equalize it out. If you were a rival coach, if you were a rival uh, coach trying to recruit against this, what do you see as the progression to uh, equalize things out in the future? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, it seems like the last few years that the the attempt has been uh, hire Nick Saban's coaches and see what happens. Um, you know, we, we, we've seen Kirby Smart obviously have some success recruiting against Alabama um, since he's been at Georgia. You know, Jeremy Pruitt, you know, while he was at Tennessee, um, did, did some, did some uh, you know, won some recruiting battles. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll see, you know, what, what Steve Sarkeesian does at, at Texas, you know, and, and the coaches he's hired from the Alabama staff. Um, but as far as equaling it, you know, it, it, it's such like a, a thin line and, and tough, tough thing to do because, you know, you talk to recruits and, you know, you think that the easy thing to do could be, you know, negatively recruit Alabama say, oh, well, you know, they have all these five stars on their roster. Where are you going to play or where are you going to fit into that? So, uh, but then, you know, you look on the other side of that, and the, the kid you're talking to may think, you know, you don't think I'm good enough to go play. Why, why am I good enough to come play at your school then? So it, it, it's, it's a tough question. Um, I think yeah. everyone's trying to kind of, uh, you know, figure out that Nick Saban model. We've seen them hire his coaches um, year after year after year. Um, it hasn't really been done yet uh, at, at this point. So I'm, I'm not sure the, of the answer, how to equalize it. Uh, you know, I, it, it's, it's a tough question. Yeah, I, um, you know, parody uh, breeds a, a lot of interest. And, uh, and don't get me wrong. You know, I am loving the way things are, <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know, just looking down the road, something's going to equalize it out. And uh, having gone through, you know, what seven decades of Alabama football and seeing the comings and the goings and the changes and the trends, I'm just wondering what's going to stop this Crimson Tide machine because I don't see it other than Saban's retirement. Yeah, I think that I would. Uh, looking at it now, I think that's what it, what it would take. And who knows? At that point, you know, the brand he's built for Alabama, or the Alabama has you know kind of built for itself in the last decade or, or so. Like, you know, it, it's going to be a pretty established. Um, so I don't think it's yeah, gonna, that attraction gonna... that attraction could move from uh, Coach Saban uh, right to the uh, Crimson Tide uh, brand itself. So I hope so. Yeah. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, gentlemen. No problem. All right, Thank awesome. You. Thanks. That's Lake Martin John uh, hanging out with us here, of course, with Hank South from Twenty Four Seven Recruiting. Sorry, I was on the phone with someone there. Um, Hank, real quick before we let you go, uh, just tell people where they can find you, what you guys got going on, and uh, uh, just give yourself a, a little bit of a plug here so we can read some of your work. Which, by the way, is very good. Uh, I, I, I have, I am a frequent flyer. Uh, on your work, man. So uh, just just to just to give you a heads up, but but I appreciate what you do for recruiting, and it's fun to watch. And uh, tell everybody where they can find you and how they can read the great content. Awesome, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, BamaOnline dot com. I think we still have our promo going for the month of January. Um, it, it's fifty dollars or fifty percent off um, your first year. So you know, hop on board um, right now. It's a good time to join. Obviously, with everything happening. Um, and then uh, I tweet out all my stories at Hank South 247 on Twitter. All right. You can find him, like you said, at Hank South uh, 247 on the Twitter machine. And, uh, of course, Bama Online, part of 247 Sports. Thanks, Hank. I really appreciate your time, buddy. 
No problem. Thanks, James. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, that was Hank Stout joining us on the Taco Casa Hotline. We're going to come back on the other side of this break. I'm going to wrap up the loose ends on this show and get you ready for Inside the Locker Room coming up at 7 o'clock here with Coach Barry and Wimp Sanderson. And uh, we will come back on the other side of this break, wrap everything up here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving pretty well around town. Now remember, our roadways are wet, so please slow down and be careful. And if you see conditions, give us a call. 205-886-8886. Now's your chance to drive home in a brand new Nissan and save thousands at your hometown Nissan dealer. Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Amid criticism for the ineffective delivery of the COVID-19 vaccine in Alabama, Governor Ivey is scheduled an 11 a.m. press conference today with State Health Officer Dr. Scott Harris. They will discuss the state of COVID-19 in Alabama and is expected to extend her safer-at-home order and mask mandates, which expire on Friday. COVID-19 hospitalizations are beginning to decline statewide here in Tuscaloosa. COVID-19 patients being treated at DCH dropped from 199 to 187. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show right here on Tide 100.9. Thanks for hanging out with you here in the studio uh, for another couple of minutes uh, while we get you ready for Inside the Locker Room with Coach Barry and Wimp Sanderson. Uh, thank you so much to Hank South, 24-7 Sports, Bama Online, uh, for joining us there and having a great conversation about recruiting. A lot of things going well uh, for the Crimson Tide as we are uh, approaching this weekend. Alabama, of course, uh, a lot going on in Alabama athletics. Alabama will take on Auburn on Friday night in gymnastics uh, in a big matchup there as number four in the country for Alabama. Uh, and coming off of a, a very, 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 very close win uh, last week against, uh, who was that? Was that Arkansas? I think it was Arkansas. Let's go with that. Uh, yeah, so that that coming off of that. And then, of course, the men's basketball team, 
is back in action at Coleman Coliseum on Saturday against Mississippi State. Another big game for the Crimson Tide. I think every game for Alabama is big uh, in the SEC schedule of things. Uh, so definitely good stuff there. And then on Sunday, uh, it's another matchup against Auburn, of course, as the Alabama women's basketball team takes on Auburn at Coleman Coliseum at 1 p.m. So a lot of really good stuff uh, this weekend for the Crimson Tide. And uh, a lot of just a lot of stuff going on in Alabama athletics nowadays, which is fantastic. Of course, the uh, the other big news, and, and it's not been made official, it just seems like everybody I talk to talks about Bill O'Brien becoming the next offensive coordinator here at, at Alabama. And from reports that I'm seeing, it's pretty much done. There was a report yesterday that, that Doug Marone and Bill O'Brien were both in Tuscaloosa yesterday. Uh, so we'll have to see if there's any validity to that, of course. But the good news is it seems like things are falling into place uh, for Bill O'Brien to become the offensive coordinator, which I think is a very interesting hire, uh, considering he didn't have a whole lot of success in Houston as the head coach and, and uh, went, to, went to the playoffs a couple of times. Uh, so he definitely has a good offensive mind, but uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that uh, whole situation pans out. All right, well, that's going to do it here for the Martin Houston Show. Uh, thank you all so much for those of you that have called in, those of you that uh, talked to us today, talked to Hank South as well. Thank you so much for listening to the program. Got one more day tomorrow as we are going to uh, round up our week tomorrow on the Friday edition of the Martin Houston Show. Thank you so much to Taco Casa for sponsoring the hotline for the hour, and we will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., right here on Tide 100.9. Remember, trust in the Lord always. Lead not on your own understanding, and have a great rest of your day. And as always, roll Tide.